0: I don't know if you'll agree or not, but, but from where I'm standing, this is a really weird gig, <laughs> this, this ministry thing. Um, it's a whole change in lifestyle when you enter into it and go through the whole process of seminary and being passed into fellowship and getting ordained and all of that. And if you didn't know me and you learned I was a minister, it might evoke some images for you. Minister evokes strong responses in people. Sometimes because of the experiences they've had in church before for good or bad. Sometimes just because of the generally poor view of religion in this country right now due to some people abusing it. When I was starting out, I was very nervous about telling people what I did for living outside of the church because I was way too hyper-conscious of those images that could come up. But as I've I've gotten older and I've ministered longer and I've got a deeper sense of who I am and what it is I do, I don't fear telling people. In fact, I'm pretty upfront about it. And it sure does evoke strong images for people when I say yes, I'm a minister at the Unitarian Church in Los Alamos, people get nervous. Uh, Every new class that I have when I'm teaching improv with new students, as soon as they they learn what it is that I do for a living, get really, really nervous about what kind of language they use in front of me. (laughs) I usually have to be the first one to swear to let them know it's okay. I've had people cross an entire room to apologize to me for swearing in a conversation I didn't know I was having a part of on the other side of the room. <laughs> people get defensive about their church going habits. Oh yeah, you know, I, I, I used to go to church. I, I don't more, maybe I should start going again. I don't, it's fine, it's fine. You know, I've got other things I want to do on Sunday. Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, if they didn't make me work on Sundays, I probably wouldn't go either, so. What what, what do I call you? Pastor, Reverend, uh, Your Holiness, John, it's fine. It's fine. So you like hate gay people, right? No, 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 it's a whole different church other than that. (laughs) The images people have of ministers are varied, sometimes we hold multiple different ideas of what a minister is when we encounter them, colored by our past, and our present, and our future. Some of what we assume about that image of ministry is absolutely 100% true, and some of it is a huge assumption. So what is a minister anyway? Well, a lot of things, so it's probably easier easier to start by talking about what a minister is not. Uh, there's many things I am not. Uh, first and foremost, perfect, unlike a reading this morning. Uh, definitely not. As much as I have a perfectionist streak in me, I never quite fulfill it, and I understand I never will. Um, a minister is not necessarily a judge. I know there's lots of judgmental preachers out there, but a minister is not a judge, does not sentence anyone to any sort of punishment or reward. A minister is not a psychic. I think I've talked about this one before. Uh, Sometimes it's assumed I know everything that is going on, and it's simply not true. As I've said before, I I have very limited psychic powers. I know when Jess needs a cup of tea. (laughs) So in order for me to read your mind, you have to be thirsty and married to me. That's it. (laughs) A minister is not a genie. Uh, They don't fulfill wishes. It would be great if I could. There are times when I would love to be able to snap my fingers and make everything better for people. It would be lovely if I could do that, but I can't. Likewise, not a miracle worker. I have no miraculous powers whatsoever. Uh, They granted me one at ordination uh, from a limited menu. Mine was turn water into bourbon, that's it. That is is all I've got for you. Uh, Minister is not a task rabbit. They don't just pick up a to-do list and pick up other people's to-do lists and tick everything off every day. Sometimes it does feel like that, I will admit. Uh, I I live by my spreadsheets and to-do lists, but I have to remember that my purpose in being is not to do things. And most of all, a minister is not a panacea, not a magic bullet. They cannot fix everything, solve everything, make everything okay as much as they might want to. They need the help of hundreds to pull that kind of thing off. So what is a minister? Minister derives from the Latin ministrare, which derives itself from minus, less than. A minister in the classic Latin is a servant, somebody who serves, and specifically the sort of servant who stands between the lord of the manor or or the god that is worshipped and the hoi polloi someone who's an earthly interactor with people on behalf of something bigger. I'm not fond of the word servant much anymore. It, it connects too much to the idea of slavery and that's a thing I would like to banish from our consciousness. And that serving a lord of some kind has too much kingdom image to to really fit a democratic institution like we have here. And there's so much more to the job than that. A minister is honestly what we call a capellophile, a lover of hats. We wear many hats, frequently all at the same time, what sort of hats does a minister wear in the setting of a congregation? Well, they are a leader of a faith people, a people of faith. And at the same time, they are that servant. It's kind of a quantum state, leading and serving at the same time. It's an interesting, uh, interesting line to walk there. And a minister is a preacher. And a minister wears the hat of a teacher, and we are also uh, entertainers, uh, stage managers frequently. Uh, They tell you in seminary there's nothing entertaining about worship, and yet there is an element to that. I use my theater degree more now than I ever did when I was not in the church. Um, We wear the hat of the counselor of the deep listener, someone who is a shoulder, to sit there and listen to all of your cares and concerns without judgment, to just be a witness to what you're going through and all your joy and all your sorrow. A minister wears the hat of the caregiver. Sometimes in broader terms, not always very specific care. And a minister is a researcher, constantly, and sometimes they wear the hat of the janitor, the IT guy, a money manager, why did I pick this career if that was gonna be the case? A marketer and a hype man, a party host, a mediator between people, a facilitator of conversations amongst people, uh, a consultant sometimes, A spiritual guru, a cheerleader for everything that's great about the church, a lobbyist with legislators for the values we believe in, an expert on whatever it is I happen to be talking about in a given week that I will then forget for the rest of my life after the sermon is over, uh, a caseworker for everybody going through multiple problems in a community, a CEO and an HR department all wrapped up into one, those hats right there, and a public theologian, and a maker of coffee, and what one minister referred to over a decade ago as a generalist. In fact, they say ministers are some of the last generalists in the country. Someone who understands a lot about a whole broad range of things and has to be at least competent in them, if not perfect, if not expert. And when you've got to be good at all kinds of things, you're going to be better at some things than others. And sometimes the Tower of Hats gets a little... uh, wobbly. Frequently hats fall off. Uh, My balance is not what it used to be, so getting them picked back up again is, is a challenge at times. And what this means, more than anything else, is that a minister is human. A minister is human. And they need care and feeding just like any other human being as well as they try to balance all of the hats. So how does one care for their pet minister? First off, we give them, as I've preached a lot this year, space and grace. Space to let them be all of who they are, to become more fully human, because that is our purpose here together, to let them be especially the professional that they're trained to be and grace for the times when they make mistakes or they have a bad day or they show their humanity a little too in the raw. Because we screw up just like y'all. Talk to your minister. It's a good way to take care. Tell him when they've done something that you disagree with or you thought was particularly heinous, Tell them when they did a good job, that you liked something they had to say in a sermon, that you appreciated something about them. And more than talk to them, ask questions. Because like I said, this is a weird gig. I don't even understand it to its fullest sometimes. So if you want to know what's happening and what ministry means in a particular moment, ask me about it. You might stump me. We might have a really excellent conversation about what ministry is between both of us. Honor the Sabbath. Ministers don't get to take Sunday as a Sabbath day. This is a working day. I take a different day during the week to be rested and renewed and refreshed, to take time to fill my spirit and recharge so that I can do this weird, involved work with you all. So, when a minister sets a Sabbath day, don't call him with business. Don't ask for an appointment. Don't expect an email back anytime soon. That day is sacred. which also means pay attention to the boundaries as well. Ministry is a weird gig. Part of it means that we have to be both of the community that we serve and separated from it at the same time. It's a strange, strange way to be And sometimes that means we have to say no to things. Sometimes that means we have to be very clear about when we're available and when we're not. Sometimes it means that we can't go to every dinner party or function. Honor the boundaries that may need to be set. Let your ministers have full and well-rounded lives. They need to do that in order to be fully human, to become the full human that they are because that's part of the job, part of what we model to a community. So we need to have that full life where we are dedicated to a church, we are committed to serving it, but we're not completely consumed by it every waking minute, every second. There is more to life than here. We need to feed our souls. We need time to try new and different things as we keep on being that generalist that we are called to be—that hat that we wear. Be willing to put on a hat. It's a law. It's a tall stack of hats, and sometimes I just need one of them off if it's feeling particularly heavy. And if somebody's got a particular talent for that hat, or, or better yet, they look really good in that hat, wear it for a little while. I would love to have you companion me like that. I can't wear all the hats as much as I try. Don't let your ministers do things alone. The congregation is us. And most importantly, accept the humanity of your ministers and treat them accordingly. Don't have expectations that are beyond something that you would expect of any other human being. Don't expect the perfection. Don't expect a paragon of of spirituality and goodness and kindness. We strive to be those things, but it's not always easy. Because at the end of the day, when all the hats have disappeared, when the spring winds have blown them all off my head into the canyon, what a minister is, is a human being called by a community to become more fully human in front of you in a very public way, and called to encourage you to find your fullness as well. What a minister is is a creative soul, painting pictures of who we still could yet be as a community. We are a servant, for better or for worse, standing at the boundary between the finite and the infinite, trying to translate the language gap there and calling humanity back towards that infinite, the love that sits at the center of all things. A minister is a faithful person called to wrestle with what our values and our principles mean in a world that changes, trying to reconcile our ideals with reality and reporting weekly on the progress A minister is a finite and a fragile person called to witness and to sit with every other finite, fragile person in their care, to witness and to be with all the others in all their trials and all their triumphs of their brief lives, all of our brief lives from birth until death, and sometimes beyond. Being with a community in sorrow and celebration and sometimes blessed silence. May it be so.